there we have a few more questions sent. <clears throat> the first question which we'll touch upon is a ksuba still valid if the witnesses are not kosher? Start with that. We know that as um, the two separate things when it comes to witnesses on when one gets married. And it's very, very different with a get, lahavdil, and a marriage. When it comes to marriage, ksuba does not make a person married. In other words, if for some reason there were kosher witnesses and, and uh, the kedushin took place and people married and later they discovered ksuba was not kosher, they still married and they have to get divorced if they, if they want to go their own separate way. However, there is a separate obligation that a couple can't live together without a ksuba. There's something which was instituted as a discussion among Rishonim, um, at which point this was where there was Shimon Meshetach, where the ksuba is something which was ordained long, long before, and Shimon Ben Shetach, who was one of the um, he was one of the uh, Zugais, one of the great uh, rabbis just preceding the, the, the mainstream period of Tanoim, he instituted to have a, a written ksuba. But whatever the case is, already for 2,000 years, at least or more, uh, there is an uh, obligation that every married couple must have a ksuba. And if a ksuba is lost, for example, then it has to be replaced. One cannot live together. There's different things that can happen. Uh, you can do in the meantime... Sometimes you give a certain amount of money to a wife as a guarantee in order to be able until the ksuba is written, but a couple can't live together without a kosher ksuba. Do you recommend framing the ksuba? Or? No. The best way is to put it in, 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 a, in a roll. There's no reason to frame it. It's not, it's not uh, the spirit of it. Uh, I think the one I got for you is with a frame. Uh, not with a frame, sorry, with a roll. Yeah. And that's the best way to keep it. The best way that it shouldn't get lost. And a ksuba, you don't take it with you when, you when you go on a holiday. That's a mistake people make. The thing that, you know, when you travel, yes? There's a, there's a couple that travel and they promote themselves on YouTube and they posted once that they have their ksuba everywhere that they go. Okay, there's, it's something which is, I would even not only say that there's no need for it, but I think it's even wrong to do it because the best way to lose the ksuba is when you take it with you. There's no need to have it with you as long as you know where it is. As long as the woman knows where it is. The man doesn't have to know. The woman has to know where it is because it's, it's, that's her, that's her um, so to speak, protection. Is, is there a problem to frame the No, no problem. Just uh, it's not it's, it's, You know exactly where it is if it's framed. Uh, anyway, it's no problem. I just don't, don't like because people think it's some kind of romantic document. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's a very legalistic document and everything else. And I prefer when it's in the tube, it keeps better. Sometimes when it's framed, it fades away quicker. Sometimes it cracks. So when it's, when it's in the tube, I just find that it's... it's, it's, it's uh, <clears throat> anyway, so... What about those ksuba, but they still have the copy? Then it's the kosher. No, no kosher. It's, it's about the original. The, the, the ksuba has to be original. If you have the, the, the copy, it's not kosher. Uh, so what happens if one loses it? You have to make a new ksuba with a new nusach. It's a, it can be a replica of the old ksuba. It has to, it's called in, in Aramaic ksuba de irchasa, which means ksuba that is lost, that, that you re, reproducing. And the ksuba de irchasa 
is a whole different nusach. It starts off by saying that a husband came to us on this and this day in 2023. In other words, it doesn't go when people got married, let's say, back in the 80s or in the 70s and 60s. But you, write, you begin on a date when they came and they said that they want to be able to do nyuksuba and gives a whole nusach, Aramaic nusach, why they got married and nevertheless the ksuba got lost and you're not allowed to live together with the ksuba and therefore he wants to reproduce the ksuba and then it goes and, and the second part of it is the, um, is the actual nusach that is, um, that, that is uh, reproduced before. Now, what happens if the ksuba, if you discover the witnesses apostle? That is even worse, because when a witness is an apostle, then the whole king didn't happen. I'll give you one scenario. According to Allah, according to Filuk and Hilchus stories, in the, in the laws of documents. So let's say, for example, a um, couple gets married, and they take the ksuba to to restaurant, because I think they have to take the ksuba wherever they go. To the <laughs> and the waiter spills the soup on the ksuba. And it becomes completely ruined, right? <laughs> then you don't actually have to write a new ksuba that is lost or ruined. There's a, if you have the same witnesses that remember that they were witnesses and assigned this ksuba, you can actually reprint exactly the same copy. Even if it's a week later, two weeks later, you can reprint exactly the same uh, copy of the ksuba with exactly the same date as the original ksuba and your witness can sign. Because signature witnesses doesn't go on a, today's date. It goes on the date when they saw the Kenyan. According to Allah, the witnesses can look at the Kenyan and they can sign it later. So in a situation where the Ksuba is lost or ruined, you actually don't have to do a new Kenyan. You don't have to make a new uh, Kenyan again. Uh, you, can, you can replace the original one exactly the same way and not have a new Nusach of a Ksuba which is lost, and then it's fine. But if you have a situation where you discover that the witnesses are kosher, and the witness on kosher is for a number of reasons. Number one, they may be related either to each other or to the chos and kala. If they're related to each other to chos and kala, then the whole ksub is on kosher completely. It's, it's invalid. There's not even a, and, and then it's not enough to be able to, uh, to rewrite it because there wasn't any kosher witnesses witness the king and you have to make a new ksuba which is called the Ishtakhebota Usa, the mistake was in it, that's, that's the, that's the Nusach they have to write. And then you have to have new witnesses altogether and make a new Kenyan and a whole different Nusach and the date that you have to write is the date when it happens. It happens if you discover a year later or two years later, whenever you discover, that's when you have to be able to, to, to reduce the Chaksuba. So, um, the, um, another way the witnesses could be in a kosher, if you find out that there were, again, it's only up to the Rov to decide to parcel the, the witnesses. The people shouldn't themselves. But if, for example, a person is disqualified because he's not a Shabbos observer, something like that. There's certain, like in everything else, you, you, need to, you need to be eligible for a certain job that you're doing. And the witnesses have to be uh, uh, fully observant, Shabbos, kosher, and so on and so forth. And therefore, if it was discovered that the guy was, for example, a fraud, he pretended he had, I mean, uh, or the rabbi didn't know what he was doing. If the rabbi didn't know what he was doing, then, then you also have to find out probably the whole kedusha wasn't kosher because pr- probably the then you have to repeat the whole thing because he probably didn't have kosher witnesses for the even for the ring ceremony. In such case, they're not really married; they have to re- marry again. But um, if uh, uh, I just when I was at the Russian Shabbaton just now, there was a, a 
interesting story. There's a, a rabbi called Rabbi Moshe Wiener. He's a rabbi in Brighton Beach. And he sent me a couple that had married, and they were married by a so-called guy who says he's Orthodox. But I looked at his, uh, and it, it, at, um, uh, at, um, his, at his, the film of the Chupa, and it was no different to reform. Now, there's a big difference between when there was an Orthodox rabbi, and rabbi knew, knew that he was doing, and somehow he didn't know that the witness was related, or he didn't know something about the witness, then you don't do the whole chuppah again with blessings, because you assume there might have been other religious people present. All you do is you, you have to do it just without a bracha. You have to do it. Uh, it happened actually many years ago. It was all around the news in Bnei Brak. Bnei Brak, there was a very choshva mishpacha. And you know that it, we, we said the Torah wasn't given to angels. Everybody can make mistakes. So it was a very r- rabbinical family of children of Rosh Shivas. And after the wedding, they discovered that the witnesses somehow related to, to, to one of the witnesses related to Chosen Kala. So very quietly, they, they, they brought Chosen Kala again together. And in front of the witnesses, he just put the ring again, and that's it. There was no new ksuba, there was no new chupa, no brochas, no wine, no chupa, just ma'isa kiddushin. But in this case, I saw that, I looked at it, and, and to me, it, it was the ultimate... Like reform, no difference at all. So, so I said that if we're going to look at this chuppah and, and allow such a chuppah, we're making a statement. So I told the rabbi, Rabbi Moshe we do the whole thing, make it as, as if nothing happened, make a new chuppah with blessings and everything else. And he just now told me that uh, the couple came to Shabbaton, they wanted to see me again. It, it's, it's not Chazor Shalom, I'm saying it, is a, it, it was just a bracha of, of, the, of the chuppah because they were, they were childless for many years and, and, and she found out she was pregnant five weeks after they got, they got the new wedding again. So we see that it's, it's very, very important to make sure that, that people are married according to Kedas Moshe of Yisrael. So when the Ksuba wasn't, for some reason, wasn't kosher, but the witnesses were kosher under the Chupa, then the people are married and they have to replace the Ksuba. Now, how do you know if um, the witnesses were the same? It's interesting that when I do weddings, in most cases, unless it's a very, very chvase, uh, a family where there's a hundred rabbis coming along and they have not enough kibbutzim, so they want to give a kibbut for this and kibbut for that, I actually prefer when you have the same witnesses for everything. Because this way, you don't get mixed up. You know that the witnesses for Tnoim and for, for, for Ksuba and for Kedushin and for Yichud. This way, it doesn't become confu- confusing, right? But um, I had a, a true story that happened that a certain... Uh, very important um, member of the family he called me up and he asked me, he said, uh, if you discover that one of the witnesses of Ksuba is Michal Shabbos, is not eligible, can you disqualify the wedding and allow the uh, woman who divorced from such a wedding to marry a coin? Is that um, First of all, I said to him, Ksuba doesn't make any difference. It makes a difference for the, for the kashas of the Ksuba, but it doesn't make a difference to Kedushin. I said, can you tell me more about it? So he told me that it was his sister-in-law who came from a very rabbinic family. I know exactly what the family is. And she was married to another man from an extremely rabbinic family. We're talking about, you know, people go to, to the, you know, for generations, generations. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't go well. And they, they had a... They got married in 770. They were divorced in one of the Botedin in, in, in Borough Park, a very 
you know, very famous basin who divorced them. And now she met a coin, and they're saying that, that, that they have some information that, 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 the, uh, that the witness wasn't cautious. I said, first of all, if they got married in 770, I can bet you without any doubt that there were two different Adim for Kedushin and for Ksuba, because I know how it's done. In 770, there's a, the, the Minnik, the way they do it, is usually the rabbi will meet the, the, the Chosen and his father uh, after Mincha or before Mincha, like when it's still very early, two o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. They will find two witnesses, they will do the Ksuba, and much, much later, you know, uh, five, six hours later, they will have the, the, the chup, and, all, and over there they will look for, so he says, but in this case, we think it could have been the same witnesses. So it's very easy to check. You have a, a sirton, you have a DVD. So they told me that the DVD is in the hands of the hus- ex-husband. He doesn't want to give it to them. So I said to them, you know, there's no way she could marry this coin. I'll give you a few reasons. Reason number one is that it's, I would literally bet money it was different Aiden, number one. Even if you say that you, it's a, it was an exception and it was the same Aiden for the, for the for Kedushin and for the, for the Ksuba, then number one, and the rabbi who married them, he was extremely, he was very, very big uh, and he would only choose the witnesses, people who look very, you know, so even if you're going to come along and say that later on, and it's even this particular rabbi, I know he's Minuk, even tells everybody to Mahara B'tshuva before it. He takes people who, who are known to be very, very pious for witnesses, and he tells them to, to, to do tshuva mentally before, before they become witnesses, which is not, you do by a get, it's not a, a custom to do it by marriage, but he even did it by marriage too. So third of all, even if later on you discover, for example, this particular person was Michal Shabbos, you have to prove that at the time when he was, he didn't look like a guy with uh, tattoos all over the place, with a, you know, a hair to, to the floor, he, he, like a bitnik, he looked like a, probably like, like a Hasidic Jew. So you have to come along and prove that at the time he was, uh, while he was doing it, he was, in, in order to be able to completely disqualify the wedding, number two. Number three, according to the Chassam Seifer, there's machlokes between two major major uh, opinions. One of them is called Marie Weil. Marie Weil was a great German rabbi who lived in the, in the Middle Ages. He was a, well, a, of the later Rishonim. And he says that if you appoint two witnesses and one of them becomes possible, then the whole testimony is it's to the exclusion of all others. So, so, so once the, these witnesses are, are not good, then the, the Hassan Seifer says, no, even if there were witnesses, also the Chavasyoye, uh, which was the Rabachrach, he said that even if there were People in the crowd who were kosher witnesses, even though the, the wedding is becomes questionable, and you, you should marry them again, but you still need a get because it's 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 uh, according to him, it's still um, a very strong reason to to, to give a get because um, a um, uh, according to according to his opinion, those witnesses still count for something. It uh, becomes Sophic Mukudeshis. Becomes so. In the crowd have always seen, not always, but many times, the Masada Kedushin says this person and this person are the two witnesses to the exclusion of Right, the correct, correct. And, and if you're correct, the correct. In the crowd, well, the, the, the correct. two fathers are in the crowd, they're related, and then they puzzle the. Correct, the, correct. The, but the Khansofi has, a, I'm not going to go into his, he brings a, a reason why, even such a case, he's still worried about uh, doing it yet. He, he will agree that, that they shouldn't be married until they will repeat the wedding game with kosher witnesses. He will agree to that. 
if you were if you specify the two witnesses and to the exclusion, but he still says that there's still a very very strong reason to be able to be strict with the get because the get is the most strict thing to the, altogether. So basically, I said to to, to them in, in order to, um, to to tell somebody to marry a coin, it has to be such a like nothing happened to such an extent. I said so. Then the father of the lady called me up. It's a very big grove in Europe. He called me up. And, he, and I could see that he was, you know, his uh, daughter got divorced and she wanted to get married. He was, so I said to him, in this case, it would be such a chil Hashem. Because every, it's not just a unknown, you know, we talk about known families. I said, don't even think about it. You know, uh, th- this was a, a well-known, fa- two known families. They got married, they got divorced. Everything got much in Israel. Now, if she would have to marry a coin, it would be an ultimate chil Hashem. So Baruch Hashem, they let it off. This story already happened a number of years ago. And... It, but over here we see a very important thing that, that if the ksub is not kosher, you have to replace it, but it doesn't affect the, uh, the marriage, the marriage is still hal, if there were kosher witnesses under the chuppah.